So a question we can explore is that of whether or not first-time offenders should be locked up for life, meaning uh, should a person that commits a serious crime, probably uh, homicide uh, or something of the sort, be uh, locked up for the rest of his or her life, regardless of the age at which it occurs, or if not regardless of the age, then at what age uh, would it make sense to lock a person up for life? So in order to answer a question like this, uh, uh, quote-unquote philosophically, we have to obviously clarify a lot of concepts or a decent amount of concepts and terms as opposed to simply uh, um, doing what we usually do, which is we have an implicit objective that we never really clarify and then we have a certain associations with uh, terms and then we try to match up the terms relative to this implicit unconscious objective. So for example, maybe I want to think of myself as a good person and a very merciful and charitable and kind and forgiving person, which means that I stand for the person that, that uh, is, is an offender. And, and now I'm using, I'm making these connections in my head. Okay, so that wouldn't, if I said uh, the person has to be locked up for life, it would mean I'm not that kind. So I want to say I'm kind. So, okay, no, the, it, sh- it shouldn't be allowed. It should only be 20 years or something like this, or it should be a reevaluation at a certain point. Now I think of myself as a very strict and, and just uh, person. Uh, and, and I think, of course, absolutely, or maybe am I, I'm using my personal experience. Uh, I know somebody that was uh, the victim or the victimizer. Uh, I know this and that, right? So we don't want to do that. <clears throat> we can, excuse me, but that would be in our own personal time uh, when we're uh, arguing with our buddies or girlfriends. We can do that. But if we want to offer uh, a coherent view of anything, we have to put aside our personal feelings, we have to put aside our ambiguous associations and perhaps most of all, or equally at least as important, we have to bring out the objective in regard to which we are evaluating. Meaning, not just to have, again, deep deep in our consciousness some kind of goal that we're shooting for, some target that we're shooting at that we don't know what it is, but to really clarify exactly what is my objective and what are the steps that will lead up to this objective. And then... When somebody else hears and they hear the objective and they can see how the the steps lead up to that objective or if they do, maybe there's an error in reasoning, but then the person will be able to contend with what we're saying uh, clearly as opposed to having his or her own implicit objective, having no idea what our implicit objective is and and, and, <laughs> and, go, and going off of ambiguous uh, arguments just by word association. But that's general, not only for this, it's just a, a preliminary important note at the beginning of any kind of conceptual inquiry. So anyhow, we would say here, we, we, we might want to ask, uh, uh, why is it and how is it that people act and do things? Right? Because the person does something in order to get put away. If the person didn't do anything, then obviously the answer is no. By any reason, most major, the person should not be locked up. And unfortunately, obviously, that tragically does happen. And and that's why that separate question, maybe, uh, as to uh, making sure it never happens or, or using much more, as much as possible, using the strictest standards of, uh, of evidence and investigation and all of this. But we're not talking about that right now. We're talking under... The assumption, and again, not even any particular court of law, not under any specific law, just as a matter of concept in any nation at any time, if a person did do something uh, extreme, such as a homicide, should the person be locked up for life? So again, how is it and why do people act? So the first thing to say is that in order to act, there's only one way to so do. We have to find a given course of action appealing 
We have to believe that it's the very best thing that can be done, but not necessarily by reason. In fact, that's something we, most of us never attain to where we can clarify something by reason uh, uh, here. But uh, as a matter of basic kind of overall holistic, to so say, comprehensive assessment, meaning in my assessment as to what is more appealing might go in some reasons, maybe a little bit of, of logic, right? A little bit of thought. Uh, it, mostly it might be just associations. It might be um, kind of uh, these these immediate judgments, intuition, whatever I want to say. But basically we can think of it perhaps as, as, as uh, you know, the scales of justice. One scale, uh, you put a grain on it, right, for, for a reason. Five grains for feeling. Uh, six grains or whatever for intuition. Uh, whatever the case may be, for stimuli, for impulses. But eventually, once the scale tips, it's more uh, um, appealing to do something than not. We have to do it. Excuse me. So, for example, uh, we, we might be uh, thinking of what to do on the weekend, and, and we have a bunch of options. And how do we decide? We're trying to figure out what's more appealing, by definition. Right? Even if what's more appealing to us is painful or more appealing to us is self-destructive, that would then be our appeal. It's, it's again, a logical necessity here. We can give a, a longer proof, but we should, it should be common sense. We keep asking why. The ultimate answer is, uh, is something positive. Is, is that I found it more appealing. So anyhow, the person who did the giving crime found it more appealing to do than not to do. So now we need to ask what is it that, uh, based on what do we find things appealing? Or, or what's the wider background here? So we'd say that we find things appealing in our wider context and, and in light of our wider and broader human development. Meaning, uh, for a baby, let's uh, uh, take a baby, a baby can never ever find, say, doing homework appealing because that's not, that cannot appeal. First of all, the baby cannot cognize the, the concept. Uh, it, it, uh, the baby has no relationship with, with the concept of homework. The baby cannot find making money appealing. The baby cannot find, uh, you know, do, studying something, whatever the case may be, doing a hobby appealing. Because, why? Because the baby's a baby. The baby has a baby context. Uh, uh, eat, sleep, cry, uh, laugh a little bit if tickled, be cute, things like that. The baby's baby. Now, a little kid uh, has a different uh, constitution, a different uh, inner nature to some extent, uh, and um, or to a significant extent eventually. And uh, but we would say that most kids have strictly a lower mind, uh, uh, meaning uh, a mind which only is thinking about what is immediately to my benefit, defined as in what will be more fun, what will be more pleasurable, what will be more stimulating. Right? We would say, well, we're going to get that right. So, so, so the, the child has a, a lower mind, and, and ideally. The child has parents that have a, a, a higher mind at the child's disposal, meaning uh, the the parent knows that uh, you should do your homework, even though you don't want to right now. You shouldn't steal, even though you want the cookie from the store. You should tell the truth, even though it's easier to lie and change things up to avoid trouble. So hopefully the parent is mature. The parent has an externalized higher mind that is constantly correcting the child and, and giving the child guidance. And hopefully eventually the child internalizes that higher mind and has it at his or her own disposal at will. Meaning the child grows up and is now him or herself able to think uh, is this right or wrong? Should I steal? Should I not steal? Should I cheat? 
Should I not cheat? All right, so that's the ideal. Uh, and hopefully there's a whole load of socialization that goes on. Obviously a little kid, a baby, should we say at least, uh, has no idea as to the existence of anybody else but him or herself. Not even his or her own existence. We wouldn't say the baby has distinct sense of self by any means that, uh, by any signs that we could identify. But um, we would say it's just uh, existence. Uh, and uh, eventually a sense of self, a distinct self does tend to develop where the, the, this is me. Excuse me, and this is not me, uh, but uh, even then, it's obviously all-encompassing egomania for, for a little kid, because uh, the, the, the little kid is not socialized, doesn't have yet the capacity to understand there's other people, there's other minds, there is real as myself, I'm the, the center, uh, I'm all of existence, I, there's anything else, maybe I've heard of words, maybe my I've been taught in, in my... Uh, nursery school rhymes or, or books that there's a moon or there's stars but I see these things have no reality to the little kid and they don't have any reality to most of us for that matter either the world other people it's just w- words the, the reality of the little kid is ego to associates I it's me it's what is mine but ideally the process of socialization occurs where uh, the, the little kid um, uh, understands how to act and how to uh, pretend that other people exist and other interests exist. So, for example, I know I need to say please and thank you. I know I need to, if I'm selling you something, I need to pretend like I'm interested in providing you value. Oh, I just want to give you a great product. <laughs> I want to give uh, things like that. I need to pretend that other people exist and that other interests exist. But normally, without a, a, a tremendous amount of, of work, obviously, I remain in that com- state of, of total selfishness. So, anyhow, that's the idea. And then we grow up and we, um, the little kid grows up, should we say, and uh, as uh, develops a further identity uh, and tries to make his or her way in the world, uh, balancing his or her uh, interest in light of that complete selfishness that tends to remain uh, in light of, uh, again, the other interests that one is forced to contend with. For example, I would just be a millionaire if I could without doing anything, but unfortunately I have to work. I would have... Uh, the the best uh, relationship one way without having to work on myself, just somebody that could love me unconditionally no matter who I am and do everything for me. But unfortunately, I have to, in order to get love, I have to give love, right? Uh, A little bit. So sad. (laughs) And so forth and so on. So that's usually how it goes. And and usually the process is uh, uh, successful enough to where uh, a a person is not... um, is socialized enough to where the person will not find what are called antisocial things appealing. For example, robbing banks, robbing that in general, for the most part, uh, stealing. Definitely, most of us do find stealing if we were to be really strict appealing. Uh, using the bathroom when it says customers only, taking a pen from work, something from the factory, something from the farm, something from uh, uh, whatever work environment we're in. Uh, maybe we don't straight up take uh, things from the store, right? Although, obviously, th- unfortunately, many of us do, but we still, little, all the time, l- little, a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit from the government when it's time to pay taxes, whatever the case may be. But uh, we understand that uh, it, we can't straight up rob a bank because that's not to our interest if we're socialized. Further, we understand that if somebody frustrates us and somebody insults us, if we go and we do what we really truly want to do, at least on some level, which is to take them out, uh, we're going to ruin our life. So we don't find that appealing enough. 
if we get really enraged, uh, we're also we tend to stick to, to the range of socialization that that we have, uh, which is uh, for again for for the average person, and and to, to some extent below average, to some extent above average, meaning that that range, whatever we want to call it, seventy five percent, say, uh, not obviously exactly, but approximately maybe maybe. Uh, the the range would not dip beneath uh, maybe punching somebody in the face maybe uh, doing saying something very mean and cruel but uh, most people would not find it appealing to to go and and murder somebody even in in the greatest rage because there's a, a degree of folkways there's a degree of socialization that that precludes that being found appealing now as we can imagine. In this process of socialization, going from an animal uh, completely to an animal, but uh, one that has uh, uh, conduct that uh, in appearance approximates that of human conduct. So, so many things can go wrong. <laughs> Needless to say, uh, for example, maybe the child does not have an externalized higher mind and, and consequently never has uh, any any uh, voice to, to steer him or her in the in a positive direction whatsoever, and consequently, a child has to purely navigate uh, off of his or her uh, instincts, which again are, are normally entirely selfish. Maybe, goodness forbid, a, a child is hurt, uh, including by those closest, uh, very tragically, to, to him or her in childhood, and that creates a huge uh, uh, psychic uh, psychological demand that needs to be uh, compensated for later, and it's a natural thing. Example: There was one uh, fellow that um, <laughs> he uh, his dad got taken away uh, uh, by the police uh, for for uh, drunkenness for intoxication, and uh, and he got very angry, right? And the, the policeman was a neighbor, uh, lived lived a couple of houses away. So the next day, going back uh, from school, this uh, young fella, whatever he was, seven eight years old, something that maybe uh, he was walking back with the son. Uh, of the policeman, of the police officer that arrested his dad the night before. So what he did was he took down the, the kid to the ground. Uh, he pinned him down. He tied his, his, his hands with string and he led him home like that. And I said, hey, your dad did this to my dad. I'm going to do it to you. So we see this is a natural kind of a mechanism here. We have a, a certain suppression of ourself, of a certain insult to our pride, to our dignity, to our autonomy, to our freedom. Uh, and, and then, like a spring, we're going to want to spring back. Now, again, a kid is socialized. The kid has parents uh, that, that teach him or a parent or a guardian that teach him uh, or her right and wrong. It's going to be like this to some extent. That's a little bit extreme, but it's not that extreme, right? It's not like he tried to kill the kid or something. It's, a bit. it's, a, it's just a little scuffle. But uh, it's going to be something now if there's no broader socialization at all, if, uh, then uh, this compensation can be huge because there's no there's no counter motive. Uh, a person was suppressed, was put down, goodness forbid, so many times again abused, and now there's this massive, massive. Uh, uh, the spring has, as has, um, if you can imagine, the spring clamps down, and now it has to unwind at some point. And a person needs to feel that control, feel that power over other people, and again, uh, in, in the absence of any wider personality, any wider development, this can take gruesome, gruesome forms because the person, remember, in our, in our state of nature, we're the only real one. We have a, a total blanket of utter and complete selfishness and animality, just like every other animal and insect. We're in our state of nature. I'd imagine uh, an insect, uh, imagine a mosquito thinking, you know what, I'm not going to bite this person and, and give them West Nile virus 
goodness forbid, because, um, you know, this person is a nice person, this person is a parent, is taking care of somebody. I'm not going to do it. That's completely impossible. The mosquito has its nature. It's totally, if we use that word, this selfish, totally sunk into itself. And consequently, of course, it's going to do what it's going to do. So in our state of nature, we're the same way. We're entirely and completely selfish. So consequently, if our dignity is suppressed or put down and we don't have any tools to handle it, that there's going to be some kind of ugly uh, something ugly is going to occur. And if we uh, don't have it in us to go and do gruesome, horrible things, as we hopefully don't, excuse me, we might just grow depressed, despondent, uh, put down, have uh, kind of uh, unhealthy coping mechanisms and inability to, to be productive, to have healthy self-esteem. So in, in our total selfishness, every little thing uh, is, is a strike. Uh, that's a strike against us. It has to be dealt with in some way. Every little insult, every little injury, every little time we don't get our way, right? People remember from the time they're little kids, oh, that one time that one kid did something to me, the teacher called me stupid, my parents said I was good for nothing, right? Every little thing uh, we remember because, again, in that state of absolute animality and selfishness, it's, uh, it's inconceivable that there's any other interest than my own and my interests coincide with feeling good and, again, feeling uh, free, feeling autonomous, feeling dignified, and, and all that kind of stuff. So anyhow, we would say, again, there's still so many things that can go wrong, tragically, unfortunately, and so many different lifestyle adaptations uh, that, that emerge in light of that. But what about if we go deeper? That's all obvious enough. What if we go, or maybe we got something wrong, but it's all common sense enough as it would appear. But what about if we go deeper uh, and ask what's really going on? We would say a way, perhaps, to, 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 to think there. Is that what's going to go really going on is that we have a self-same nature. We have a single nature that is continually seeking its expression through us. There's a reason why every person in theory wants to feel free and autonomous and dignified. That is right. Unless some, some coping mechanism has taken a hold of a person, a person has been raised in, in a horrendous way, but naturally underneath the surface, there's a reason for that. And we wouldn't point to that reason if, uh, at just something, right? Oh, it's just because, quote unquote, of that. It's because of the neuron, you know, the, the hormone. It's just because of the hormone. Okay, what does that mean? Uh, aside from the words. We'd say it's our nature. We have a necessary nature to be a certain way. And, and, and then we're trying to line up our life uh, in light of that nature and, and be in our day-to-day experiences what we feel inside that we are. Which Starting with the fact that from our own perspective, we're, we're, we're everything that there is. Right? And we always want to get our way. And we want supreme dignity and supreme autonomy, supreme freedom and, and all of this. So anyhow... We would say uh, that we kind of got a, uh, gave a broader context maybe than was strictly needed, but we asked um, to, uh, what, what of people that do certain crimes. So we would say that uh, the, the, uh, f- what, what we do uh, indicates the context that we have, namely in our state of nature, the degree of socialization we have, but ideally the degree of humanization, meaning the reduction of selfishness that we have attained to, meaning on one extreme, we have, um, let's say, the, the baby that is, there's not even a sense of self. So if we, we can call the, we can still use the word selfish as in it's a totally bodily self. It's just a bodily existence, a sensating stimuli. But, excuse me, uh, we could say 
we could spare the baby from calling him or selfish and just say the baby's a baby. But uh, the starting at a certain range where a person is aware of themselves, uh, the, the first dawn uh, of, of the, the outline of, of uh, uh, one's, uh, uh, again, ego, whatever you want to call it, oneself, would say that's a state of complete and utter selfishness and self-absorption. There's no, not, no other reality to anything aside from myself defined as in whatever way that I see myself, my impulses, my desires, state of total selfishness. And then we're, what we're shooting for is to completely nullify our, our contingent animal self, to completely destroy and stamp out our selfishness, which is a lot deeper and, and, and more broader uh, and difficult, more difficult than something like, quote unquote, no ego, right? I don't have an ego. It's, it's a totally different ballgame what we're talking about. So that's the uh, that's our goal. And if we stamp out our selfishness completely, uh, taking a look at, at the lives of, of individuals who've done that, then we attain to a degree of life and a degree of of humanity and connection with truth and reality that we cannot in our normal selfish animal state that phantom whatsoever. It's a completely different existence that we then attain to. And then obviously we do not have personal interest and we do not have the capacity to be insulted or to be offended or to get enraged or to be jealous or anything like that. Not because we have a self-image. I, I don't have an ego. I'm very loving. But because we've we uh, the, the, the selfishness, the animality has been stamped out. So there's just nothing there at all to to, to experience those negative emotions or to be offended or anything like that. But that's uh, one extreme and the other extreme. But my, uh, all of us are somewhere uh, in, uh, along that journey of, of extinguishing uh, our selfishness. So basically, our acts reveal that. Right? So for example, uh, we may have any kind of self-image that we want, but we see we get very enraged. If things don't go go our way, maybe we're a salesperson. We don't close the deal, and each time we're absolutely distraught. Uh, we we can barely live with ourselves. Maybe somebody cuts in front of us, and we're just ready to to just explode. All right? Maybe uh, somebody gets the TV before us at the store, and and we're 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 so so sad. All right? Maybe uh, again something doesn't go our way in our personal life. Somebody doesn't want to go on a date with us. We don't get a job that we thought we deserved. We met somebody that was better than us or we thought was better than us, more beautiful, smarter, more successful. We feel jealousy. We feel greed. We feel desire. Uh, we feel sadness. We feel depression. We feel all these things. So all of these things obviously are coming from uh, the, uh, from our selfishness and, and from our real <laughs> degree of, of uh, selfishness as opposed to our self-image because I'll, obviously all of us say I'm so selfless, I'm so loving and one thing I know, I'm not selfish we all say that, but the reality is revealed by our emotions, the reality is revealed by our actions and, and by our view of things that is not constrained again by our, our purposeful self-imaging. You know, I, I don't feel se- uh, I'm not greedy, right? I, I tell myself that I'm not greedy. I'm not greedy. Yeah, let's put that aside and then see how we act and how we feel. But anyhow, say our actions reveal that. So the idea is that if a person has a, a, a normal. A relatively average degree of unconstriction of oneself, meaning a person is able to, to, to some degree, see him or herself and others, uh, to some degree, acknowledge other interests, at least to, to those closest to us, right? Uh, uh, even average person of average mental emotional health but here of average uh, selfishness uh, is able to love somebody else other than him or herself at least a family member at least a friend uh, but um, at least somebody right? so that's uh, average but that below average uh, would say a person is not able to love anybody but him or herself is not able to connect with anybody but him or herself except in light of his or her own uh, interests right this is what you can do for me at this time so I'll mess with you now you can't so forget about it Excuse me, and so forth and so on. So basically, the idea is that 
uh, it, there's such a wide range uh, uh, of crimes, but uh, we can take just, uh, again, um, uh, just as an example, we would say something such as premeditated homicide, uh, where in response to a perceived slight, to a perceived insult, what does this indicate? It indicates, again, that a person is at that extremely low phase of, 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 of uh, uh, we wouldn't yet call it human life, of animal life, where it is still a total, complete state of selfishness, where not a single thing can go by a person. So consequently, and there's not even further that degree of socialization that would enable a person to pretend otherwise. Maybe it's even good in that sense. The person's not a faker like the rest of us. Although now we don't want to give a compliment. Uh, but uh, so it, it, that's what it would indicate. So now a person goes and does this act. They've revealed their the constitution of their heart and mind to the public, to, to society. Meaning, I am an animal, I am completely and totally selfish, I cannot uh, uh, look at anybody else's interest but my own, and this is why I found it appealing to take somebody's life in cold blood that offended and insulted me. Even if it was a, a significant insult, but nonetheless, a person with some degree of at least socialization, at least a little bit of unconstriction of one's animal self, would still find it completely and totally unappealing. So the fact that a person found it appealing indicates that. And we're not going to then say you could have done otherwise, you should have done otherwise. It's just a fact of the matter. Just like a mosquito bites somebody, say, you know, you're a mosquito. I, I don't care. You could have done it. You, we're not saying mosquito, right? You, you you chose it in some other way. Like, oh, you you were sitting there. Should I bite this person? I know, but you did it. You indicated that you're a mosquito. And now I found out about you. So it's the same thing. We find out about the, the people like that, that, that amidst us that... Or at that level, right? Now, there's uh, uh, impulsive homicides where a person uh, takes somebody's life uh, out of anger, out of rage. So here again, the, the fact of the matter is the person found it appealing. It was a viable option for the person. And, and most of us, uh, it would not, no matter how angry we are, we would just not find it appealing enough. We would not find it palatable enough to go in, 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 uh, in an intentional way, at least, take somebody's life maybe by accident, quote-unquote, or... or in some kind of situation. But again, grabbing a knife, we don't want to get too graphic, something really extreme. We just wouldn't be able to do it. So again, the person still indicates uh, their level. It, it, it took maybe more, maybe they had a higher level than the person who premeditated it because maybe the, the emotion really overwhelmed them, but still they had an animal enough level where, where that was uh, an appealing thing to do. Right, now, uh, what else do we have? Um, premeditated, impulsive, uh, there's probably many, many varieties without taking a, a close look at this time. But uh, that's the essential idea. Uh, as for crimes that do not uh, uh, kind of physically hurt other people, that's also that's a, a complicated topic. We would say, obviously, somebody robs a bank, somebody takes a cent. It, it also reveals that inability to see interest other than one's own, insofar as one has at some point been taught that people have property, right? Then maybe there's a, somebody from a, a different uh, society. There's no such thing as private person doesn't understand. Fine. But a person that does understand, I don't want anything taken from me. Somebody once took a dollar from me. I was enraged. Maybe I assaulted them. Maybe I screamed and yelled at them. Now I go and I steal five bucks, right? Why? How, how can I do that if I have any humanity to me? Now I go steal 10 bucks. How do I do that? Right? It's because I'm, I'm stuck in that state of selfishness. So uh, we would say that too. Right? If a person finds it appealing to rob banks, a person finds it appealing to, uh, to, to do those things. But there, we would say there's a very good chance that a person will be socialized out of it. 
uh, and, uh, and and we'll grow out of it hopefully because it's not necessarily it wouldn't take such a low level to find it when we're short on, uh, down on our luck when we're short on money to go rob a convenience store it's, uh, we need to be at a certain level of, of human inadequacy but uh, nonetheless it's not that extreme as the as the, the premeditated homicides or or other uh, other kinds of homicides uh, in cold blood so we would say uh, uh, that 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 uh, we're looking at at the human level uh, of the person so the idea is now as to whether or not a person should be locked up the the only question if we're really interested in the good of uh, of people arguably is can is it possible for the person to change is it possible for the person to change so we would say uh, uh, be, uh, for example let's say a person gets into a fight right with, a, with with another person and unintentionally you know takes them down gonna forbid their head hits on the ground they die then absolutely we would say no it's not uh, appropriate just based on that maybe other circumstances but just based on that the lock a person up for life because there's not at all reason to, to, to be sure, again, based on the case, but we're talking very, very generally, there's not, from this situa- situation like this, as described, reason to, to assume that a person is completely and totally selfish and animalistic. It might just be the person who's sticking up for his or her interest, who was defending him or herself, and, and, and this occurred. So then we wouldn't say, we'd say maybe do a little bit of time if, if you were intoxicated, whatever the case may be, but definitely not for life. Why? Because because it's not the, who the person is. So the idea would be that if a person does an especially gruesome, an especially uh, uh, kind of uh, intentional homicide, uh, then the person was at such an unbelievably uh, 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 animalistic, selfish, constricted level that there may not actually be hope for the person to, in one lifetime, uh, to change, no matter what is done. Manning, uh, we see, again, we, we decided not to call baby selfish, be, just to be nice to the baby, because uh, there's no sense of self, we would say, no, of that, but if that degree of selfishness that we might still kind of suppose is there to the, uh, in the baby exists after there is a sense of self, and further, that sense of self is is, is offended uh, and is, uh, is hurt, uh, as uh, inevitably everybody is throughout the course of uh, their upbringing, right? and now creates a, a tremendous amount of, excuse me, uh, kind of uh, psychological programming and software to deal with all of this in, in, in the light of that, 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 that uh, fundamental selfishness, we can create such unbelievable monsters, what we call monsters, such unbelievable kind of pieces of work that it's not realistic to say, you know, do five years in the pen and in five years you'll be an angel or at least you'll be good. You'll be good to go. No, we can create uh, uh, the, 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 some amazing individuals can be created, not in the positive way. All right, and it might even be that this is the only way that a person feels like him or herself, feels in control, feels able to satisfy his or her nature is by doing violence unto others, by doing horrible things. And in that case, also, right, a, a person might even say, you let me go, I'm going to kill somebody. All right, uh, the, the person says, the person will, right, the, the, the person says this, the person knows him or herself. This is the way that he or she uh, uh, is able to function and, and, and survive in the world. Just like people turn to drugs, people turn to gambling, people turn to all kinds of things. Uh, here, the person turns to violence and, and, and horrible things. So in cases like this, we would say even one time is enough to reveal potentially the, the nature of the person. And then uh, hopefully the court does a, a good job uh, doing homework, uh, doing psychiatric evaluations, psychological evaluations, considering uh, background in school, this and that, and seeing if there's a pattern and if this is indicative of who the person is or this is, again, we would say premeditated, it's always indicative 
where a person uh, it didn't where it's not a situation like a fight, but a person uh, maybe somebody from from far off yelled at a person right in a car, right, and then a person got out and and did their thing. So we would say it always indicates that the nature of the person, but hopefully more insight can be gained uh, as to whether or not this is the most severe pathological case, where no question uh, the person should be isolated from society. Or it's a very bad case, but maybe with 20, 30, uh, 40 years, uh, it is worth it to take another look at the individual and see if if they have uh, progressed. But anyhow, uh, we asked a specific question, should a person be locked up? So again, we need to offer a specific objective. So we would offer that the specific objective as it concerns uh, society is to have a working society so as that uh, the the those of us that uh, strive to, to, toward humanity towards uh, for trying to fulfill the purpose of human life can so do the purpose of having a society we would say is not uh, simply to keep things moving keep the commerce moving just for its own sake it's not for people to be able to indulge their their selfishness uh, uh, just for for its own sake it's for the the purpose of of, of human life to be accomplished, hopefully by more than less, but nonetheless, at least by somebody somewhere. We'd say that is the purpose of society. And for even a single person to strive toward humanity, there has to be a minimally functioning society. If we have a complete breakdown, complete anarchy, utter violence and depravity and disparity, or the despair, whatever the correct word, everywhere, then... Um, things are not going to work. And there, there's probably not going to be a single person ever that will be able to attain to anything other than the base, animal, vulgar, uh, entirely selfish state. And that's really, that's not what we're shooting for. Just point blank. It's not. What's the point? There's so much animal life out there anyhow. We want to at least be what we can be <laughs> as homo sapiens that can be human beings. So we would say that's the goal of having a whole society, of having, we're not going to say that it is the goal. If we take that as the goal, for somebody else, it's a different goal. Somebody that is sunken in their own uh, uh, strivings, that their goal of having a society is to be able to continue those strivings. So then they would take a different goal. So we're we're not saying that is the goal for everybody. We're taking that as a goal. And then in relation to that goal, we can ask the question as to whether or not uh, it makes sense to lock people up for life. So here we would say that yeah, to, to, to weed out those of us that very tragically and unfortunately have re- remained in the very, very lower phases of excuse me, animal life where we don't even have, the person doesn't even have enough um, socialization to pretend to to uh, resemble a human being in his or her conduct. Excuse me. And goes in and does horrible things. Let's say that is to, to the benefit of, of society, right? So that commerce can go on so that Things can go on, and we don't have to think, okay, this person right here might be a killer. This person might take me out uh, if uh, I cut him or her off on the road, right? And that's why the the more uh, people that are weeded out, that are at those lower faces, uh, uh, that that are weeded out, the safer society, in theory, is supposed to be. Now, with that said, that's a more kind of a, uh, what's it called, called? pragmatic kind of a, Harsh assessment, but uh, we have to remember that uh, even the the worst of us, we're still indicative of the very same nature that the best of us are indicative of. We have the same nature. This has been our destiny. It has been our fate. There's people that from a very young age know that they're going to do horrible things and they feel that they're on a train that can't stop. There's nothing that can occur that that'll that'll stop me. People very tragically feel. There's people that uh, the the exact situation escapes memory. But there's a, a, a fellow that uh, once 
his, he, he basically did nothing his whole life. One day he began his march towards, uh, I believe it was in medieval times, towards uh, uh, the, the capital of, of his nation. He went and he, he, uh, he murdered uh, um, the king, I believe it was, the ruler. And that's it. Then he got quickly tried. I believe he got executed, obviously. And that's it. So looking back, that was the purpose of his life. Looking forward, we never want to say that's the purpose of anybody's life. We do everything possible to have an intervention. But looking back, it was the purpose of his life. That was why he was born. That was why he ate and slept and, and, and woke up every day until whatever age he, he did this act because that's what he did. And that's, that's necessity. That's reality. All right. So we say that uh, we're not going to then hate somebody. Oh, I hate you so much. Right. This is, this is, this is the destiny of, uh, of some individuals. We're not going to, it's a very difficult question, responsible, not responsible. Who's to blame, but as it so happens. So consequently, Ultimately, uh, we want to try to uh, uh, save every single individual that we can, even the worst. And consequently, it might be the very best thing, in fact, for a person like this to be isolated uh, and put away from society. But that doesn't mean that his or her journey is over and that he or she should rot uh, simply away in, in present for the next uh, 20, 30, 40, 50, could be somebody's early enough, 60, 70, 80, who knows, years. That doesn't mean that we hope, and we hope that uh, in an enlightened society, uh, there can be uh, amazing opportunities in prison that, that if at all possible, will will bring a person a, a, as much out of their selfishness and as much out of their animality if a, as possible. Might not be possible. We can't rule that out. But if at all possible, even if a 5% improvement can be seen, hopefully there's there's a, a, such a, a means put, put in place in prison that will facilitate that. But for that, we need to care about each other and we cannot project onto people. Meaning, we don't work on ourselves. In truth, we're Exactly as selfish and animalistic as some of the people that do do that. Maybe not exactly. Fine, but we're we're not far off. We're not far behind in in the race or far ahead, should we say? Uh, but we simply, it's not our destiny. We will not find it appealing. Our socialization level precludes us from doing uh, very awful things. All right. So, but we're still not so great again. So we find targets to project onto. Oh, I'm not so bad because look at this person in the newspaper is a serial killer. Goodness forbid. Of course, don't talk about it lightly. I right, this person did this. This person to that. They're so evil. Don't look at me. So we'd say we need to stop that and stop projecting onto others. We're not that much better and instead care about each and every person, even the people that do horrible things and consequently have the motivation to invest in, uh, in uh, again, this is an opinion, right? It's not the, it has to be this way. In light of an objective to have a perfected society and great people, in light of that objective, it would seem to make sense to uh, invest resources in in, uh, in, in penitentiaries, the, uh, and especially with people that are, are there long term, to try to, uh, to to try to perfect well, to try to improve them as much a, a, as as remotely feasible. I'm right, and that would probably be the, the best bet for for all of us, not only those uh, doing time. I'm right. So there's some things to think about. We can do so. Thank you for listening.